Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 476 of Directors of Podcast. Most as always, I'm Tyler, and joining me with the man, the myth, the legend himself, Sir Colonel Gables. What's up, buddy? Dude, I'll tell you what. I am freaking stoked. This past week was pretty damn awesome in terms of gaming announcements. And not just that, Nintendo Direct. Mm-hmm. Long story short, there's a bunch of shit I'm looking forward to. <laughs> yeah, the the calendar is filling out for sure. But, uh, exactly, and not just the calendar, both both of our brackets for fantasy too. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, we'll get into that a little bit later. But yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, man, I'm the bidding war is getting hot for sure. <laughs> but Tyler, how are you doing? Doing all right, you know. Uh, doing a little better now. Uh, woke up yesterday and on Friday, like just kind of in a grumpy mood. And it's just yeah. kind of lasted uh, throughout most of the day today. But I'm doing a little better now. I've had a couple beers, been bullshit with you for a little bit. So that's always nice to kind of get my mind off things. And um, what, what is annoying me now is my beer. Like, every time I open these beers, they keep foaming up. And it's really driving me nuts. I don't know why it's doing Like, I haven't shaken them up. They're shaking them up or something? No, they just been, they're just sitting in there. They're standing up. It's not like they've been, I don't know. I don't understand it. Um, I did get this cool little guy here, though. Gables, I'm going to show you for the show here. I got yeah, it. Little, oh, little hey, it's a Funko Pop, a Pidgeotto. Yeah. Pidgeotto, yeah, for audio listeners. I got a Pidgeotto Funko Pop. That was fun. Uh, so they gave me like a little five. Yeah. Did you seven up there? Is that foam over too? Uh, actually, it did a little bit. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? What is happening? We're, we're in two. We're, he is two time zones away. What is happening? It's Discord. We're doing. We're using Discord now. Um, yeah, we're using Discord now because of the whole audio issues and stuff with uh, Skype that yeah. we were having. Yeah, so the last few weeks, Skype has been unreliable for us so we're using discord now so maybe i'm blaming discord on this for this one um but yeah no um i'm doing all right you know doing a little better uh now but you know playing some games but yeah it's been definitely a crazy ass fucking week gables for news um so why don't we just jump on into it uh give me a second here uh because i'm using a discord i have to use my phone for uh um for the news part here sorry guys so bear with me as i load it up here i also want to thank right off top once again much like the last uh direct we had even like some of the places to say the plays um i just want to thank fanbyte.com for doing the thing that has been the bane of my existence uh as long as we're doing this podcast where i talk about i bitch every single time about how all these websites which i you know i love ign GameSpot, game venture beat all those i understand it you gotta do it for the clicks i get it i get it but it annoys me that they don't just put everything all in one fucking thing, or they'll put like a couple in one thing. No, they got they, there's got to be a different article for each one. Fanbyte here, they just put everything in one. It's like they just yeah. know this is the go-to article for podcast hosts. So fanbyte.com, thank you. And once again, uh, Imran Khan, thank you again uh, for for that. But um, anyways, getting off my uh, soapbox there. Um, starting off here, Gables, we're getting a brand new fucking Fire Emblem game. Yeah. Fire Emblem Warriors. <laughs> so, uh, Three Hopes. Uh, it's a sequel um, to uh, Fire Emblem Warriors, but really it seems like it's a sequel to uh, Three Houses in a way. It's a Musu game. It's coming out. I don't um, should we Should I run through all this or should we go one by one? You know what? Why don't we just go one by one this okay. time? So, it's a Musu title. It's coming out June 24th. Um, it says it will be a different story from the mainline title. Um, so, Gables, you're the Fire Emblem guy. I mean, where were you when you saw this news? Okay, I was not too surprised that uh, there was going to be something Fire Emblem related unveiled inside of this Nintendo Direct in regards to rumors, in terms of the rumblings, and even in terms yeah. of a lot of predictions from mainstream like insiders 
maybe not like mainstream insiders, but just people going through that have some bit of knowledge and stuff. I was expecting some new Fire Emblem game to be announced. I did not think that it was going to be a Fire Emblem, like a, like a Warriors title, you know. And from what it looks like, it looks sort of like a spinoff sort of thing from Three Houses, that inspired and stuff. Funny mm-hmm. enough, before Three Houses was announced, like in 2018, not 2019 or something like that, it got delayed like in 2018 and stuff, and Fire Emblem Warriors was released like during that whole initial time before the announcement of Three Houses, the next, you know, the next Fire Emblem after that, you know, the mm. more traditional sense of it. So from the offset of looking at the Fire Emblem Warriors Three Hopes and stuff, the gameplay looks pretty good. I mean, it's a standard sort of Musou game and stuff. You have a hell of a lot of enemies on the screen. You have the three main, like, uh, characters and stuff from individual houses and stuff, from three houses and stuff, like, going through and battling all in effect. you got the main character, Byleth, either in male or female form of your choosing and stuff, and just doing a whole bunch of different battling stuff. So what's going to be fascinating is going through and seeing more story elements in that regards, and that's in that game. Or what type of characters they're going to go for to control in regards to this game itself. The other thing we saw was like a couple minute trailer. The introduction of the three characters that you're going to go forth and obviously play as. Which is the representatives of each houses and stuff and the mm-hmm. main character. But uh, my my overall thoughts of that is like, okay, cool. It's going to be a summer release. It's going to be in June. It's going to be the towards the end of June, mind you. I mean, yep. that's fairly June soon. I, I like that. That's the right type of uh, foray to release that type of a uh, action-heavy game in that regards around that spot. So I'm definitely excited to see how well that does. You know, I'm, I understand though that uh, this is probably not going to be the last thing we're going to hear in regards to Fire Emblem news, possibly by the end of this year. But yeah, as far as say releasing another Fire Emblem game this year, I don't, I don't think so. I think this is it for this year. Maybe 2023, but at the same point, it's like, I like the announcement, but at the same time, it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm okay with it. Yeah. Um, it's funny. I was like, kind of watching this reaction stuff. Because I was like, after I watch it, I like to go back and like, um, when you get excited, it's just fun to see other people get excited about things you're excited mm-hmm. about. Or just kind of like things that aren't like, that aren't really in my bag. See other people get excited for them. It was funny, like seeing some people like get super pumped when they saw it was Fire Emblem. They get really pissed off yeah. when it's Fire Emblem Warriors. Uh, <laughs> so out of the, I watched, and to be perfectly honest with you, like uh, to explain to the listeners and also the viewers that are going to be going forth and watching this later on on YouTube or wherever. I watched the Nintendo Direct uh, estimated five times, full time oh, wow. throughout. You know? So the first when I was actually at work and stuff. And just doing my work and doing this and that, just watching the Nintendo Direct. But uh, all the other def- different types of reactions, if it's like, uh, it didn't matter whether it's like uh, like people like uh, Player Essence or Miss Click or even like uh, Alana Pierce or even like mm. Maxwell Dude and stuff like that. Those, all of them had different takes in regards to like the Fire Emblem like announcements. Like, yeah, one that was like fairly excited. You know, it's like, oh, okay, there's another Fire Emblem, like, warrior style of game. Something different, but at the same point, it's just seeing the multiple different reactions of people, especially when it comes to Fire Emblem stuff, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, oh, it's a Warriors game. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know, I'm going to hate this game just because I'm so, I'm so pissed off by Age of Calamity, uh, Gables. Um, so, I, I, I'm going to fuck this game. Uh, I'm going to ban it in our Fantasy Critic League. Um, 
as our manager of that league, to. I'm going to do it. Uh, if you draft it, I'll I'll boot you from the league. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's whatever. Um, I'll say this, like some people are getting excited about it. It's going to maybe continue the storyline. Uh, age of calamity was a giant bullshit lie. Uh, false advertisement of how they like, Oh, it's the story. What happened a hundred years before uh, breath of the wild? And I want to hear people say, well, they never actually technically said it. The fuck they didn't. The, okay. Did they ever, did they like, did they say, Oh, it, it's this. No, but the whole way they described it, the whole way they talked about it, the whole way they advertise it was to make you think that's exactly what it is. They did not tell you it's a different Why? goddamn timeline where a fucking stupid guardian time travels 200 years in the past. Fuck that game. Fuck this game too. That's my opinion. Moving on. Uh, I, I didn't even talk about that game. I <laughs> just how my opinions are. Um, moving on. Anyways, uh, Advanced Wars one and two reboot camp is coming out April 8th. So I talked, I mentioned this months ago that it's Nintendo eShop has had Nintendo or April 8th as the release date since they delayed it from December 8th. And it just never moved from that. So I was like, okay, I guess that's just one's coming out. So, um, Dude. They kind of, they leaked their own uh, release date four months ago. So yes, they did. I will say though, with uh, the Advance Wars boot camp stuff, the one plus two, it looks better since the last time they've yeah. showed it. Yeah, doesn't look absolutely. Like, it does. Doesn't look cheap. Like when I originally saw, I'm like when they first announced, it, like I'm, I was excited for it. I was gonna buy it regardless, but I was like, this looks like a kind of budget. Um, oh my fucking goddamn stupid Google here. Sorry. Um, Damn it. Sorry. Sorry. Here we go. Got it back up. Um, but um, yeah, when I first saw him, like, that looks like they like did this on a budget and quick turnaround to like, maybe this should be like $40. So it looks like I wonder if they heard the complaints and they decided to like do that. And they even have like brand all like original voice acting. Um, I love some of the stuff they've done. Like they have like fast forward mode. They have like uh, you could do like, I believe they said online for it as well. Or at least yes. you could do co-op. I can't remember if it was online. Um, I imagine it I is. Think was. I think oh, was yeah. I'm reading right here. Online multiplayer. Yep. Local and online. So that's cool. Like four-player online multiplayer. Um, yeah. Um, I was all in on this game when they announced it. I think back at E3. And I'm even more in now. And I can't wait. A uh, couple more months. What about you, Gibbles? Dude, I, I like how this game was presented. It definitely looks better than when it was first announced and stuff and then uh, i think it's way forward is working on this game i think yep. it is yeah did way forward yeah, they... did they do links awakening links awakening who did uh... who did the the remaster the remake links awakening i don't know i honestly don't remember who helped with the uh, links awakening for uh the switch but i know that way forward for advanced wars 1 plus 2 re- reboot camp stuff like that they Obviously, I've made some good, like, visual improvements in regards to how the game looks. It doesn't look like just a generic Cal art style of, like, stuff. But yeah. uh, I'm fairly impressed. I'm fucking fascinating. I'm just digging my teeth, like, just sinking my teeth into this damn game and stuff. And plus, that and another game that was announced in this Direct and stuff is they're going to be launching around the same time span as my birthday. So that's going to be fucking good. Fun. Yeah, good time for you, buddy. <laughs> know what you're asking yeah. for. Um, yeah, so I mean, like you mentioned at the top of the show, uh, first half of the year um, is filling up, uh, or it's pretty much full. Um, next up, I mean, some of these we can just kind of move past real fast. No Man's Sky, it's coming yeah. this summer. 
um, to Switch. Uh, doesn't look like it's going to run great. Uh, Mario Strikers is back. Uh, it's the first one we've had since 2008 on the Wii. Um, yeah. Mario, Mario Strikers Battle League. Um, it's being, it, no one can, it's, everybody's, we're all assuming it's next level games because they made the first two. Um, next level games, they made, um, Luigi's Mansion. I was going to say, they know yes, they, they did. Like, I thought, I thought Mansion they, three, I, think I thought, I thought they were Link's Awakening. I remember that they're Luigi's Mansion. I mixed them up. Wrong 2019 Switch game. Um, but yeah, <laughs> uh, so like, they have like, you have like gear you can use to add like, like you can change like your speed and power and stuff like that. Yes. Um, the, 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 the hyper strike moves are back. Um, yeah, it comes out June 10th. They're going to have, looks like it's going to have eight player online co-op or eight, uh, eight player multiplayer when you can use uh, the joy cons for that. Um, I don't know. Give us all what you go first. Cause I'm curious. What were, what were your reactions when you saw this? I was stunned that there was a new Mario strikers game. I'm not going to lie, man. When I saw that trailer pop up, I'm thinking, okay, this is an arena setting. What are they alluding to right here? Is it something like different? Is it like a third party game that they've gone through and trying to introduce? And all of a sudden you see the mushroom, like uh, the mushroom people or something like that inside the crowd. You're thinking to yourself like, Oh, wait a minute. This is fucking Mario strikers. Mm. And you see all that going forth and everything else. And people absolutely losing their shit because a new Mario strikers game is actually out. Is actually going to be coming out this year, man. I love the way, I love the way this thing has been handled, though, in regards to the gameplay and in regards to the fast-paced action, the finishers in that regards, and that type of uh, edgy personality stuff that was kind of a staple with those older games, especially with the GameCube and the Wii. Dude, this looks like it's going to be a fun-ass game. <laughs> yeah, uh, to, to confirm, sorry. Uh, Way forward did not do Link's Awakening. I don't know why I thought that was them. They did. They're doing R- River City Girls. Yeah, River City Girls. So they're doing. They did, there's a new Blood Rain game that came out last year. Yeah. Really? Yeah, there was a Blood Rain game that came out last year, and I think it was a a remake of it. That what the release they had on the PS3 and the 360. Okay, well that's depressing. Um, yeah, I don't know. Gables, I, I this game looks really good. Looks like it could be a lot of fun. Um, I'm just split on this one because uh, I hope it's next level games because I can't remember the studio that makes the um, the tennis and the golf game. Um, mm. But I don't know if it was Intelligent Systems. Um, it might have been actually. Um, I can't remember who did it, but there's the same team. Uh, and they just weren't great. Like I've, I've talked about this a lot. I've complained about this a lot over the Switch generation where right. Nintendo keeps putting out these games that are very fun to play. They're just not enough there to keep me playing them so i've talked about over and over again when i go in game comes out on friday uh i play like five six hours i come and do the podcast saturday night i'm raving about this game and then a week later i've totally forgot this game came out and i have no like i've done this time and time again with like arms platoon 2 mario golf mario tennis i keep i keep buying these games playing them for a weekend have a blast with them uh and just don't care after that um, you know, there's just not a reason to keep going back to keep playing it. Um, and I really don't want that to be the case with this because I've talked, I made, I've, I've made reference to several times the, I remember going into my senior year, my very first paycheck for my first job ever. I bought two things, Gables. It was $97. Yeah. I remember that. Um, and I was making minimal wage, which is before minimal wage of 725. And uh, I bought a pair of tennis shoes. I bought Mario strikers on GameCube. 
And then mm-hmm. I, I started that job in May. And I remember that, so that whole summer taking my GameCube over to my buddy's house. Uh, and we'd all like, um, uh, Justin would bring his like controllers. So we'd have four controllers and we can, we like the four of us would play Mario Strikers together. And I just played Mario Strikers over and over again. Um, when I was a kid, listen to Genesis. I like, I have like a whole summer of just playing Mario Strikers, uh, and listening to Genesis. And I don't know why, but I just would sit there and listen to Genesis on repeat over and over again and play Mario Strikers. And I did it. Uh, and I, I, whenever I talk about these sports games, I just want them to copy that format of just like, they right. just copy the Mario Kart format where it's just like, there's tournaments, there's an easy and normal and a hard mode. And you just like, you can do that. And nobody does it. They, they make, Oh, they, like, we're going to add, we can have a campaign mode and they're fucking trash and they're garbage. And they're a couple hours long and they're essentially a tutorial and they're not fun whatsoever. Uh, looking at you, tennis and golf, especially golf. Fuck you. Um, oh yeah. Especially so Mario golf, like super rush. Yeah. Um, and I just, I really, really want this game to be really good. Cause I've wanted one of these. I remember like the Wii one came out and I bought it, but I was like over the Wii at that point And I just didn't play it. And I just didn't want to do the motion control shit. So, uh, but I remember like just loving, um, you know, that on Mario strikers on, uh, on GameCube. So I hope, I hope so badly. This is exactly what I want. There's enough content there to keep me playing it. Like I don't, I don't June 10th. I don't think I'm going to pick it up on day one. It's definitely going to be like a, um, you know, wait and see. yeah but yeah mario strikers charge that's what it's called nice listener it's i just pulled out my copy of uh, mario strikers charge for the Wii, considering that uh, my bookshelf holds mostly nintendo games and most of my actually all my Wii collections on the damn thing yeah <laughs> but, that's awesome uh, yeah i still have this nintendo selection stuff i think i got this one uh i think i got this one new actually yeah i did yeah, it's just one of those type of games and stuff where I did play a good amount of Strikers and stuff like that, but not like a hell of a lot where I played like online or whatever. But I am, I don't have like the nostalgia playing the GameCube game. Unfortunately, that one was past that iteration where I never really got fully invested inside Mario Strikers when it first came out in GameCube. But with the Switch, with the game coming out this June. I want to try this game, man. I'm gonna go yeah. all in on it. I, I definitely want to check it out. You know, like, um, I, I'm just gonna, I'm, I'm just gonna wait to see. I want to wait what people say, like reviews, and then when people say like a week later, like if there's yeah. still, like still people playing it. You know, like, besides people, like I'm sure, like, you know, like a lot of content creators that we listen to, like they might have tons of people like they work with that can play the game with them. But like, oh yeah, the average Joe's like us that don't have people around to play with all the time or. Whatever. So I don't know. I, I if this game comes out and it's sixty percent is what I want, I'll be fucking pumped. Um, mm-hmm. I don't. I'm not sitting there asking for forty hours of like I go back to this with a ton of content to keep going back to. But like, just give me like a, a solid ten, twelve hours of just like repeated fun and things to do. Just give me a bunch of cups and I'll be very happy. Um, moving on here though, Gables with Splatoon three. Um, with the most annoying music in video game history. Um, they, they showed off, they have basically the Salmon run is back essentially that, which is what they added. It's like a, basically like a horde mode, uh, for Splatoon. Uh, they're calling this one, um, next wave. Um, yeah. So Salmon run next wave. Yeah. So, um, no other details really than that, other than a terrible soundtrack and, um, 
update on Sound Run. It's and they confirmed once again it's still coming in summer, twenty twenty two. Um, I don't know. Give us. What, what, I mean, what's your opinion? What looking at this game, this gameplay we got. Well, let's see. I kind of like the expanded expanded nature in terms of their Salmon Run stuff, considering the last time I actually had a chance to play some of that stuff was like a trial thing for Splatoon 2, I oh, think it yeah. was, back when that one. And I thought it was like all right. Stuff tri- like yeah. Yeah. But it wasn't like, say, something I wanted to keep back and doing. At least with uh, this version and stuff, if they do like a trial run of it, like say in a couple months or so from now, I'm going to give that a shot and... Well, honestly, I haven't seen too. I know we haven't seen too much of Splatoon three in terms of its single player, in terms of anything else in that regards. But it's actually got me thinking about possibly wanting to play Splatoon two. But at the same point, I want to invest in Splatoon three when it comes out during the summer. Yeah, I mean, it's it's very weird because like we got that like really weird trailer last year when they debuted it, yep. like them in the desert and like the, there's a pyramid in the background, and we haven't seen this game in a year now. Yeah, and then we get. This trailer just shows up the sam the salmon run, and then nothing. I mean, like I think people, if you want more Splatoon, to be more Splatoon, you'll probably be very happy with it. Um, yeah, I just thought it was a weird, um, a weird thing where like I don't think it really moved the needle in any sort of way uh, for anybody. Um, but I don't know. I mean, yeah, I don't know. It's coming summer twenty twenty two. I went to go draft it in our, our league, but Gables already drafted it. Remember, so I already drafted. Yeah, I totally forgot it. I'm like. I'm like, oh fuck yeah! I'm gonna go fucking bid a couple bucks on this, and then fucking goddamn gables. Uh, moving on though, but seriously, though, stop that music. They need to switch. They need to stop that. It sounded like they were like playing two different tracks on top of each other. Um, it was terrible. I hated it. Moving on, Front Mission first uh, is a full remake of the first Front Mission game. It's coming to Switch, and then the the game the the uh, that game launches this summer, and then the sequel is coming sh- later. That's what they said, which is, I don't know anything about Front Mission, uh, but they're coming. That's all I know. Let's see. Front Mission, I know. It's that robot for... game. Well, yeah. I know for a fact that uh, it, originally that series was on the Super Famicom, right? And then on PlayStation, whenever when that stuff released in North America and stuff, that was more or less an obscure sort of like a series. You know, Front Mission 1 and 2, the whole mech RPG sort of like stuff. It was a turn-based RPG, this and that and stuff. I was actually fairly surprised to see a remake announcement of Front Mission. Yeah. And, and that's the one yeah. of the and that's like one of the themes in the regards to this direct in general. There was a bunch of classic games that you would not have expected to get announced or like ports of games you were not expecting to get announced end yeah. up happening. And that was like those were like two of like a couple of different ones and not the show, you know. Front mission one and two remaster coming on to Switch and stuff. Don't know how I can. I don't know how to feel really about that since I don't have nostalgia for Front Mission, unlike some other people we may know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. I mean, definitely the Switch has been that thing where it's like we're bringing back a lot of old games and they're selling like crazy. Uh, yeah, like you said, Gables. Uh, Daniel Bloodworth from Easy Allies summed this direct up the best. Like this direct was made for old people, and he's right because uh, that's exactly like if you if you if you grew up in like the '90s and like the 2000s, this is for you. Um, but so if you were born in two thousands and stuff, and you have no idea what the fuck these yeah. things are, then yeah, you probably like, have a bad time. <laughs> yeah, if you're born in the two thousands, you're like, why is dad freaking out right now? <laughs> That's what you're thinking. Why is it's like why is Uncle Frank dude, yeah. freaking out right now? <laughs> yeah. Uh, next up, uh, like I said, we could skip some of these. Disney Speedstorm. It's a kart racer knockoff coming this summer. It's free to play. Um, 
Star Wars. This one's I thought was hilarious. Star Wars Force Unleashed is coming to the Wii, which I'm like, oh, cool. Like that's that's kind of cool. Like we're getting like right, a. Star Wars Force or I'm sorry, it's coming to the Switch, but it's a Wii. It's a it's a remaster of the Wii port. Uh, it's coming April twentieth. Oh my god, I thought this was so hilarious. I'm like, oh okay, hey, the Force Unleashed that's getting yeah. released on Switch until you until they outright said this is a remake of the Wii port, which you remember. Back then, was the most inferior fucking port yeah. of the three because it cut specific things out in yeah. order to compensate to be on the Wii. <laughs> I saw, I thought it was so weird. I'm like, this looks awful. Like, I know it's like a 2008 it's game, but I'm, like, but I'm like, this game looks bad. And I'm like, oh, it's the fucking Wii. They, I can't believe they said it in the direct. That's one of those things you just don't say and then let people find and read about later. Uh, like oh normally God. they hide, they don't put that shit in the direct. They like they hide the, the bad news till like until you get the press release later on. Uh, that's you want to know the most hilarious part is, the Wii version actually came by my workplace like about a week or two ago, and I thought, oh hey, maybe I should go forth and buy this. All of a sudden, this thing this thing got announced today. I mean, not today, but like got announced in the direct, and I looked at it, I'm like, oh, mm. no, if I'm gonna play Force Unleashed, I'm gonna do it like on the 360 or PS3. Yeah, I was like, it's backwards compatible on, I think it's on Game Pass. So, yeah. um, and it's, I, I looked it up, it's only $20. So, they're not even trying to gouge you, uh, for money. Um, next up, uh, Assassin's Creed Ezio Collection is coming to the Switch. It's gonna use HG Rumble. Okay. Okay. Um, that's coming, uh, oh, next week. Um, Banner Namco is bringing uh, SD Gundam Battle Alliance to Switch later this year. Anything okay. on that one? No? Okay. No. Um, going back to what you're saying, Chrono Cross Radical Dreamers Edition is getting an HD remaster of the PlayStation game. Um, uh, okay, so this is part of the kind of editorializes a little bit here. So the game was rumored as a full remake, but appears to uh, be more of a remaster from the 2000 release. Uh, it comes with newly enhanced soundtrack, which seems impossible. <laughs> I'm thinking Imran was a huge fan of uh, Radical Dreamers uh, and the original Radical Dreamers uh, for the satellite Satelia view. Satelia view. I okay. You both. I read it and then you said it, and I still feel like you guys worked together and made that word up. But okay. Um, okay. So I can give you a little bit of a backstory in regards to not only this version but also the significance of uh, Radical Dreamers, that text-based adventure game. Okay, so... Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. This is a text-based adventure game? Yes, let me get to... Let me get started with this here. So, listeners, at one time, before the advent of, like, digital marketplaces on consoles, there was a... There was an online service in Japan called Nintendo Satellaview, which was a service that you could connect your Super or Super Famicom online to download games onto that... blank cartridges. Okay, and then that didn't it like give you like a new thing every week. Absolutely, maybe not like every week, but it did give you. I think it was like every month, and there I think there was a subscription based service based upon this stuff too. Okay. But like it over then it overwrote your stay your save every time. Well, yeah, it okay. would rewrite your card. I think like that. So for those back in the day, if you and that's how we that's how gamers later on years later found out there was specific games that Nintendo never re released that were on these Satellite View cartridges. But going back to Square Enix here, Radical Dreamers. This text-based adventure is significant because it ties up, it ties the events of Chrono Trigger 
to Chrono Cross, this is the type of game and stuff, like, uh, canonically and stuff for kind of tying both those games together in regards to a story and stuff, because, like, one of the characters inside of, like, Radical Dreamers actually is, like, uh, kind of like a, kind of like a guardian of, like, over, like, one of the characters that later on appears inside of Chrono Cross. I think her name is, I think that her name is, like, I think it's somebody, I think it was, like, I don't know if it's, like, I forget which character it was, though. I mean, hell, when it comes to Chrono Cross in and of itself, I don't really know too much about it other than the fact that I've played maybe a couple hours at most on the PlayStation version. That's And that's me owning the game and, you know, putting off RPGs like I used to do. <laughs> but uh, the thing about it, though, is like a lot of the remastered stuff inside of this version, you can turn off random battles if, if you want to. Which is a good idea because in that game... Random battles were pretty fucking obnoxious. I mean, granted, it's one of the best RPGs in the PlayStation, right? But yet, the R the RNG rate of like encountering monster battles and stuff was fairly high inside of Chrono Cross. So you have elements where you can just turn it off if you don't need to do that, and like there's other types of like improvements upon this game that's coming out. I mean, obviously the up-res visuals look pretty good in that regard. So not like muddy or like you know, like, butchered or anything of that sort. I like the idea of this Radical Dreamers, like, like uh, package in of itself, because that way it gives fans of uh, the Chrono series in that regards, like, a little bit of, like, a history lesson of, oh, okay, this is, like, the game that kind of ties up, like, the events of, like, say, Chrono Trigger and tying it into, like, Chrono Cross in general, like, explains, okay, what happened in between? And how did it get to this sort of extent of where the events of Chrono Cross start, you know? Mm. And basically all that stuff going on. I kind of find it fairly fascinating. Only because for years, like even Square Enix, the company itself and stuff, they never really tied up both of those games. Even though fans of those games back when those games like were prevalent and popular and stuff, they knew they were interconnected somewhere. Because even characters like Chrono Murley and like uh, Luca main characters and stuff for uh, the original Chrono Trigger made appearances as cameos inside of Chrono Cross. But it's it's just an overall... The overall idea now, it's like Nintendo having classic PlayStation games that never appeared on their system before yeah. the Switch. And all of a sudden, it's like a, it's like a mind-blowing moment for me personally. Because I grew up like seeing PlayStation games... That you would never, you know, like games you would never would get on your Nintendo 64 or any Nintendo consoles because they were exclusively PlayStation. In this generation in general, it's like games like Final Fantasy 4, no, no, 7, 8, and 9 being on Switch and 10 being on Switch. And now here comes another one right here with fucking Chrono Cross. <laughs> yeah. But, um,. It's not exclusive to, like, say, Nintendo Switch. I mean, there's releases on uh, Xbox and also the PlayStation Marketplace, oh. too, with the Radical Dreamers edition. Okay. So, if you want to experience this game and stuff like that, I mean, I mean, hell, I highly encourage it. If you want to find out why that was one of the best PlayStation games of all time inside of, uh, for its time, then, yeah, give, like, a Chrono Cross a shot. Hmm. Well, well. there you go, guys. Wow, I'm... Oh, I did not know that. So, um, but moving on, Gables here. We got Kirby in the Forgotten Land. We got a new trailer for that. Um, mm -hmm. He eats a car 
So now we have mouthful mode where you can, <laughs> comes a you got like cone Kirby, you got scissor lift Kirby, um, you have like arch Kirby, um, you know car Kirby, vending machine Kirby, um, kitty Kirby we eats a cat, um, pocket pussy Kirby, uh, a lot of Kirby's. Uh, so comes out March twenty fifth. We already knew that. Um, so we've really got our first real deep dive on gameplay on this one. I mean, we got we've got like the announced trailer, and then we got like a, like a the date trailer a couple like a month ago. Um, yeah. But I mean, I got this one pre ordered. Like I'm gonna, I got paid off at GameStop. You know, probably most likely pick it up. Uh, but I'm still like fifty fifty on whether or not I'm actually gonna get it. You know, like I want to wait. People are saying if not, if I don't like it, I'll switch over to something else. But if you know, but uh, I mean, I mean, give us it. You you know, you're a bigger Kirby fan than I. Obviously, like I've only ever really. Play like Star Allies and like yarn, some one of the yarn ones. Um, okay. The yarn. So I played um, Superstar on Super Nintendo as a kid. Uh, okay. That's kind of it. But I mean, I mean, what was your thoughts seeing this one? I'll be I'll be perfectly honest with you. This is the Mario Odyssey equivalent of Kirby. Yeah. This looks like yeah, the see that. most inventive I've actually seen this franchise ever. And I'm not I'm saying not saying this lightly either. I mean. Hell, I've been there since the very beginning in terms of Kirby games, dude. It's like Kirby's Dreamland, like one and two on Game Boy and stuff. I played through the NES one like years later, but seeing that franchise progressively move and it, it was usually always would be like a linear sort of thing. Okay, two D game, side scroller, this and that, you know, with some interesting gimmicks here and there, interchange between what type of flavor that uh, Sakurai wanted to go forth and do in terms of like the Kirby game and stuff. And then all of a sudden you see like the forgotten lands and it looks, it looks like there was a lot of effort, a lot of, and like a lot of new ideas that just tossed into this inside of a 3d environment. And this is the thing that like some gamers don't understand and stuff with terms of Kirby games. They were pretty concrete 2d games. Sometimes they'd have some gimmicks here and there, but now you have a 3D Kirby game that's actually a 3D Kirby game and not like a pseudo 2.5 2. whatever type of stuff like with Kirby 64. Mm. There's so much creativity that are put inside of like certain examples of like uh, not only just level design but for Kirby in general. I mean, hell, even the whole aspect of like the mouthful mode of him like having like a <laughs> be like a gigantic car cover over a damn car as he's going through and doing this and doing that some creative uses in regards to like transversing the levels and some of the stuff we saw. Plus I had a good laugh in terms of the vending machine Kirby. And all of a sudden you just have yeah. these cans. You're like shooting. I'm like, pew, pew, pew. Just like, we have the Mario sunshine Kirby where he's shooting water. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's like a big old balloon and stuff like that. And he gets like to, uh, just, just, uh, go forth and clean up spills or whatsoever and stuff with the water he shoots out and all this other crap. But, uh, yeah, it looks fun. It looks like it's a natural evolution of the series, and quite honestly, it looks like a. It also reminds me of a another game inside of a series where this is like a good foundation for another, like a potentially more like expansive Kirby experience. You know, because I was kind of saying last last week, or even like uh, to you a couple of weeks ago with Pokemon Legends Arceus and stuff, how that's a great foundation for to build off of and stuff. Mm. This looks like. Not only is it a great foundation and stuff like that, but there are a lot of good bridging elements that make it seem like it's going to be better than what it's giving off. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I said, my uh, never been a big Kirby guy, so like if if this comes out and it's really great, I'm, I'm then I'm definitely picking it up. But it's like my concern is like 
the problem with like Kirby games in the past is just they've been like super duper simple, and for like yeah. been kind of boring. Like I like I played Star Allies. And I'm like, not really wrong with this game. It's just like, just kind of bland. Yeah, like there's just yeah, like like Yoshi's Crafted World stuff like that. Where it's like, I'm not. I'm just kind of. There's not really. There's well, no yeah, challenge kind of thing. So that, that's my. Of, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, oh, I didn't mean to cut you off. But no, you're fine. In terms of like games like Star Allies or even to certain extent like Yoshi's like Crafted World and stuff like that, those are kind of meant to be sort of like an introductory, sort of like almost like a bridge game of sort. To yeah. Where you want to go into like earlier access and stuff, but. Yeah, I agree with you, though, that uh, those experiences can be bland and stuff, especially if you have already have played similar similar type of games, even games that are better, and all of a sudden you're presented with this. Like, oh, this is kind of like a step back of what I want to yeah, enjoy. Yeah, it's, like it's like the kid's first platformer kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and that, that's my concern. That's, I mean, if it comes out and it's that, then I'm gonna it's going to be a pass for me, but I don't think like, it's, it's not. It comes out, people are like, it def- definitely does look like a, a Kirby Odyssey kind of thing, so... And I hope it is that. I hope it like, or at least you know the the best version of what Kirby can do for that. So, because uh, I, I this is a game I definitely want to play and like. Uh, but next up here we have it'll be the show. We got some gameplay for that. Um, first time ever coming to Switch. Uh, Kingdom Hearts one through three is coming to Switch um, for the cloud at ninety dollars. Um, so yeah, all those are out now. Clo on Clo Noah. It is coming to Switch. Gables is dying. Okay. <laughs> let's, just, let's just stop before we get on to Clano here. Okay. This was the lowest point in this Nintendo Direct. When they went into the whole... When they went into the whole fucking cloud thing in regards to the Kingdom Hearts stuff. I mean, I, I did not like that announcement when it came out in general. Even before this Direct. But uh, the fact that you have to pay like upwards of the $90 for all of this experience. And yet people are having so much fucking issues with even playing this game. Yeah. These and games because of the connections and stuff like that. Yeah. This was you're, you're getting, you're not even getting a physical copy or even a downloadable copy. <laughs> no, no. You're just getting like a piss poor cloud copy and stuff where yeah. you can't even really play it half the time. It's the most expensive and the worst version of, of these games. Absolutely. Absolutely. If truly, if you have options, if you want to play Kingdom Hearts, do not play it on cloud yeah. on the Switch. Get it, just get it on other platforms. Yeah, I mean, you God can sake. get every single Kingdom Hearts game ever made for half the price on any other console. Yeah, absolutely. It's... You can get the all-in-one package, like say on uh, Xbox or PlayStation and stuff, and pay like around what fifty, sixty dollars for the the whole package. Yeah. Yeah, two point eight, one and two and three, yeah, wild. Oh my god! <laughs> but even going Switch before tax. that, even going before that for the Kingdom Hearts stuff and the whole MLB the show like stuff like that, you know. I mean, granted, the announcer was kind of like kind of a weird sort of meme sort of shit. But what was more hilarious was watching the Switch that actually it looked like was actual Switch like a gameplay of itself of the baseball stuff, and I'm just watching as the game is like stuttering. A bit yeah. of the gameplay, and you could obviously see there are some frames that are radically dropping in some aspects. Like, oh god, this is not a full thirty frames. I can tell that this is gonna be taxing on the damn switch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's never one of those situations where you get. I mean, you're gonna pay sixty bucks for it, but you're getting the worst version. But I mean, that's that's you know. But people, you know, if, if people want to play on the go, you know, that are playing in bed or whatever, like 
people well, are yeah, fine. We yeah. see that. But yeah, and it's this like is definitely a game that may run better in handheld mode than opposed to being on that full screen TV. But yeah, but it's definitely like this is like it's it's weird because like it'll be the show is like a showpiece title. Yeah. So it's, it's just not weird. Yeah, I get it though. I get why business wise why they're putting it on the Switch. Like it's gonna do it's probably gonna do very well. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, like I mentioned earlier, Klonoa is coming to Switch. Um, the collection includes one and two being remade for Switch coming July eighth. I don't I don't I'm know anything about, about that. Okay, like well, I don't really know much about it. So, Klonoa that that series was used to be a PlayStation exclusive as well. Let's see, Klonoa one also had a remake on the Wii. The second game I was a PS2 exclusive for a long time until this remaster and stuff. And fun fact, the original Klonoa games that are on on PlayStation, PlayStation Two, yeah, they're pretty high up in like uh, price now. If you try to buy them in this day and age, like the original, I think is over hundred bucks. Try to secure on pre-owned. Hmm. Okay. So, yeah, let's just say that uh, when this game comes out and stuff like that, I mean, yeah, they're simplistic platformers. I mean, it's kind of like how it's not like bland, say like say a uh, Star Allies or like a freaking Yoshi's Crafted World and stuff. I mean, there's some enjoyment and stuff, but uh, I've heard Clono One's pretty short, but like Clono Two is actually fairly sizable and a pretty damn good platformer. So that's something that people would have to look forward to. Yeah. But yeah, I'm excited for that, too. Good, good. Um, Portal 1 and 2 are coming in a collection um, sometime later this year. Um, it's very, it's funny to me that the Steam Deck is out now, and Steam's big, maybe they're two of their biggest games ever are coming to Switch, uh, finally. Uh, but moving on here, maybe the biggest sh- surprise of the entire Direct, Live, Live a Live? Live Alive, there's been a lot of discussion what that's supposed to be. A Japanese-only SNES JRPG um, is getting an HD 2D remake on Switch. It's coming July 22nd in Gables. This game looks fucking fantastic. I want to play this game. I want to play This game looks amazing. It's 50 bucks. (laughs) Other than that, I I, I was like, oh, I'm going to go pre-order this shit right now. It's only digital. I'm like, it's 50 bucks. I'll wait. But I'm really excited about this game, Gables. I can't wait to play this game. What about you? That's actually amazing that coming from you. Some of the I know, that, right? That hardly wants to play RPGs, especially well JRPGs, especially. But I, I, I love the HD 2D style. Um, I don't know. This game just looks awesome. Uh, when yeah. this was announced, at first I knew there was something familiar about it, and the reason why I thought it was familiar is because. I remember a couple of years back, I was looking up like in regards to Super Nintendo games that never made it stateside, and this was one of the games, Lava Live or something like that, or Level Live, whatever it's pronounced. I mean, this is one of those classic RPGs in the Super Famicom and stuff. That was one of the reasons that was like fantastic. Because here's the thing: you have several different protagonists, right? And, like, all these protagonists, they have inner chunk, like, stories and stuff that you can go forth and complete and stuff like that. Like, like for example, like, the Shinobi and then, like, the little robot that goes through his campaign and stuff. All of these are various campaigns, and then it all collaborates to one singular campaign. That much I can go forth and divulge and stuff. I know some bit about this game because of uh, videos I've watched on YouTube and stuff. But when I saw... When I saw this game announced, when I saw, like, Lava Live, 
announced and I saw the freaking Pixel remastered, the same type of shit that now we're now seeing in like games like Dragon Warrior 3 remaster and like freaking Triangle Strategy and like Octopath Traveler when that was the first game of its type to go forth and do that. I was fucking excited because this, I agree with you, Tyler, this is a fucking fantastic looking game. This is definitely the type of thing I want to play because not only is it scratching that itch and stuff where it's like, this is an old Super Famicom game that nobody in America or in Europe had a chance to fucking play, but we are getting a shot at playing this game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I hope there's a physical edition comes out because I hope so uh, too. But yeah, this game looks uh, um, absolutely incredible. Yeah. Uh, uh, Pierce Schneider, who's like one of the co-founders and runs IGN, um, was freaking out on, t- on Twitter when this got released or announced. Uh, and he said it's basically like, he summed that very well after I kind of learned a little bit more about this game. But basically like Octopath Traveler was like the successor to this game. Uh, like this is spir- the spiritual successor uh, where, you know, eight In different people. It was. Yeah. So it's screening games. So I, I could see that. So. Uh, I, I definitely, it's, uh, it's gonna, it's a game that I for sure am, uh, it, it, it's shot way up. Uh, it's pretty high now on games looking forward to for the rest of the year. Um, no shit. And that's the thing, man. It's like project Octopath traveler when that came out and how successful that was. And then Square Enix looking back and seeing why that game was successful, you know, contributing to what we're seeing now. I hope they keep on continuing this type of remake trend. Yeah. Do it for a fucking mainline mm-hmm. Final Fantasy game. You do it for a four, five, or a six. People are gonna fucking eat that up. Yeah, absolutely. It was funny. <laughs> so uh, Mike Bernardi, who works for Venture Beat, uh, was talking about going back and looking at reactions of people. Uh, he, he was like, he freaked out when they announced this because he knows the game. He like, you know, but he's so he's a huge Final Fantasy fan. And he's like, he was like screaming. He's like, why the fuck does this look better than the Final Fantasy remakes? Because they're doing those fucking pixel remasters, he fucking lost his shit when they uh, when they announced that. So when he saw that, he's like, "This is oh. bullshit." He even wrote an article on VentureBeat about it. Uh, I hundred percent agree. Yeah, that is bullshit. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's fucking hilarious. So, uh, but speaking of hilarious, um, we sports Gables, remember that game? Yep. Well, we're getting another one. Nintendo Switch Sports uh, yeah. was announced. Uh, it's coming with tennis, bowling. Chambara, it's the sword game. Um, and then it's including soccer, but it looks more like Rocket League with me's. Um, badminton and volleyball are going to be in, in part of it. Uh, you can use the leg strap that comes with Ring Fit Adventure, uh, but there is a physical dish. There is a, there's going to be two editions coming out. There's a $40 one that's this game. There's a $50 version that comes with the leg strap. Um, oh. But they said there's going to be an update later where you can use play the soccer game with the leg strap. Um, okay. it won't be at launch and then it's coming on April 29th. So that's pretty fucking soon. And they said there's going to be a couple updates. Uh, the one, the leg strap one's coming in the summer. Golf is coming in the second half of the year. Um, yeah. Um, Gables. Uh, Oh, there, I'm sorry. There's one other thing here. Uh, there will be a test you can do. I think you got to sign up for it though. From February 18th to the 20th. Uh, so for the love of God, put your, your, we straps on uh and don't break your super fancy oled tvs people um but gables when you saw this what was your what was your opinion overall opinion is well this is another million seller this thing's gonna sell (laughs) absolutely yeah i i'm all over the board right now gables with 
I've, I've talked about a lot the last year or so about Nintendo. I've been in this weird place with them. Uh, you know, like 2019, 2017, 2019, fantastic years. Uh, 2020, 2021, not so much. I understand COVID shit happens. Yeah. Um, 2022 started off really great with Arceus. That game is fucking amazing. Um, but it's it's funny. I was thinking about it kind of over the last couple of days where like it seems like the more popular Nintendo gets, the less I like Nintendo games. <laughs> like the more out I get on Nintendo. Like I was a huge Nintendo fanboy all my life. And then the Wii came out and then very quickly I'm like, I got, I was over the Wii after like a year, um, you know, and now the last couple of years as the switch has seemingly gotten even more popular since COVID, um, the less I've been in on some of their stuff to doing. And now we're getting fucking Nintendo switch sports. It's just like, like we're, are we really doing this again? Like, have they not learned the lessons of the what happened with the Wii? The second, like, after two years, three years of the Wii, when just no one gave a shit anymore, you know, all those people that played those games moved on. They play mobile games. They just don't play games anymore. Um, do we not learn the lessons of the Wii U? Like, I, I think this thing is going to come out. The, what's stupid is I'm saying this. This thing is going to come out and it's going to sell probably 10 million copies. Yes, but I have a feeling it's gonna come out and people aren't gonna give a shit after like a month. It's gonna be that oh nostalgia thing. Oh cool, it's like you're gonna try to get your your mom or your grandma in that was um, in on it, you know, 15 years ago. But now your mom's 50 and your grandma's dead. Um, and so sorry, I don't know why I got so. Damn, that went to a dark place. <laughs> yeah, quick. it did. Uh, wow. <laughs> uh, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, I apologize. Back the day you were playing some good games and playing some like Wii Sports, and all of a sudden yeah. it's like now flash forward your mom's fifty, your grandma's dead. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly how I interpreted. Like, God, right? Yeah. Wow, I don't know why I got wow. Sorry, Nintendo brings me to a dark place. I apologize, people. Um, so I don't know. Like, like we're doing it again, and I know it's gonna sell, but I feel like we're gonna, we're gonna learn. Nintendo's gonna learn the long the wrong lessons from this. We're like, well, it sold super duper well, so maybe the people want this again, and then they're gonna do the thing where they're, they're gonna misread everything, and then they're gonna go down a dark path. Or we're, we're gonna look at, I mean, maybe not. I don't think I don't know, but it's like, I don't know, maybe it's hard to say. Like they won't go Wii U again, but we see them with like the peak of where they were with the Wii, the best they've ever been, you know. And then they fucked it all up. And now you know, we'll Switch, we're at the point now where the best they've ever been since the Switch and the DS days, or the Wii and the DS days. And here we are again. We're bringing, we're going back to this. And I don't know. I'm all over the board with it because it's like I know it's going to sell, but I don't think I don't think after a month anybody's going to give a shit, you know. But like people like yeah, talk about well, yeah. But it's just like people are like, well, Ring Fit Adventure sold, but I'm like, Ring Fit Adventure was kind of a flop until COVID happened. Like we yeah. talked about it. Like that game came out and it it sold a few hundred thousand copies, and then COVID happened. And literally uh, three months into COVID, it shot from 500 and some odd place on NPDs to the top 20 in one month. Yeah. Like if it wasn't for COVID, that game it, now it's a top, it's a tenth best selling game on the Switch right now. If it wasn't for COVID, that thing maybe would have sold a million copies. You know, I, I yeah, mean, I don't know. Absolutely. I just like people are excited about it. It seems like I think, but it's like like I said, like this is one of like people like us made. The, talked about earlier where you know this this director's for old people and there's definitely a lot of nostalgia for a lot of people 
you know, like Mario Strikers, uh, fucking a lot of JRPGs coming back, uh, Switch Sports. I don't know. I just, I'm all over the map on this one where it's like, I don't give a shit about this game. I'm sure people are going to buy it. I know people are going to buy it. And I'm sure people are going to talk about it. And I guarantee you, I wouldn't be shocked by, if it comes out April 29th, by June, we no longer give a shit about this game. And yeah, then, that definitely has the possibility of happening, Tyler. And that's just the thing, though. It's like, this is definitely the types of games and stuff. It's like mini games type of stuff where it's going to appeal to a wide brain, like wide amount of like of an audience and stuff. But uh, it's still going to go forth and probably sell a couple of mil, probably because of like the price of it plus the ease of use and stuff. But yeah, I definitely kind of, I definitely do seeing this game not having a lot of relevance like come uh, a couple months after its release, maybe like in a June or a July or something like that when yeah. they have the other big games coming out then like strikers. Yeah. I, I wouldn't, be, I, I, I wonder what the, I, I could see them this winter, like packing that in as their packing game with the switch for the holidays. Yeah. That would be pretty cool. And try to like hit that, you know, hit that, that we days again. And a pet peeve of mine, Gables, I keep hearing people talk about how, well, we sports sold over a hundred million copies. No, the fuck it didn't. Nope. It did not sell a hundred million copies. It did. People, it came with the fucking we, it doesn't count. It does not count. I hate it. Drives me nuts. Gables drives me goddamn nuts when I hear people say that, like as an argument. Like I, I know, I'm, I know, Wii Sports sold a lot. Like, I, I'm not saying that Wii Sports wasn't. Wii Sports was maybe the most important game to the Wii. I understand that. Yeah. But it did not sell 100 million copies. Demo. It was a tech demo. Yes. Uh, I don't know why I guess, but it's I don't know. It's just so weird because I, I mean they keep pushing the Joy-Con stuff, but I wonder how many people are really going nuts with i mean i don't know it's hard because like we're in the, like we're in a I'm, i understand i'm in a bubble uh with gaming and that's why i've talked about i'm like a month ago with like mpds like i'll do mpds because it kind of brings me out of my bubble to like understand the rest of the gaming world um so uh, you know maybe in when we get the mpds for april um i'll have a better idea of where my bubble is um but going up next here uh taiko is uh coming back to the switch with rhythm festival it is like a they're doing like the rhythm with that drum game. Um, they're gonna have over 500 songs coming to it. It's gonna be like it's like a subscription model. So I got nothing on this one, Gables. Okay, I know the Taito like uh, drum master type of uh, games and stuff fairly popular inside of Japan. There's gonna be at least a good fair amount of uh, songs to select from, with the possibility of hey, you can go forth and subscribe to have like 500 plus songs go through and. The thing about these games is they're pretty comical. I've never actually played the games in themselves, but uh, yeah, they advertise like uh, the theme for The Legend of Zelda plus like a couple of different tracks along with it, like say Megalovania from like uh, Undertale and all that other stuff. Because hey, why not? <laughs> but uh, yeah, it seems like the type of game itself where it's gonna be it's gonna be fairly fun and stuff if you're into like a lot of the rhythm based music games and stuff. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I mean, I remember when I, worked, when I worked at a game store in like the mid two thousands, we had like five of those like drum sets, I believe it was for PS two, and we couldn't sell yeah. them, so we just stopped. Till we like, it was kind of like before Rock Band and Guitar Hero like kind of got old, where it was just yeah. like, we just stopped buying. Like we stopped people trying selling them to us. Like no, we're not taking. We got five up here. We're not. We're not buying these because no one's buying them. So we, people were like trying to sell them all the time. It's like we're not taking those. Yep. So. Um, I don't know, whatever. I mean, it's, it's, uh, see how it works out. Uh, Triangle Strategy, um, is coming out. I think it's also coming March 25th. They announced a new yep. demo is out now. 
Um, you can play the first three chapters and your data from that will go. If you buy the main game, will transfer over to the main game. So kind of cool. Uh, I downloaded it. I haven't got a chance to play it yet, but I, I do want to at least check out the first, you know, couple hours, maybe you. Yeah, pretty much the same thing. I want to get my, want to get my chance to go forth and play this game. And yeah, definitely seems interesting to me. Yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah, seems like a fun, maybe tactics game. Uh, Cuphead Delicious Last Course is coming to Switch as well. That's coming June 30th. We already, we already knew it was coming out June 30th, but we didn't know it was coming to Switch, so they announced that. Uh, free Metroid update has been announced. Um, they have two new difficulties. They have a rookie mode uh, where you have increased health and you take less damage. And then they have a, di- a even more difficult mode where you, you die in one hit. Uh, dread mode, dread. I believe is what that's oh. called. Yeah, then they announced uh, those are out now, and then there's an update that'll be coming out later this year called Boss Rush Mode. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it makes me a little more interested in possibly checking out this game because I've heard how difficult it is. So uh, maybe now that it's got a rookie mode, I can be more. I'm kind of more interested in checking out. What about you, Gables? It's cool to have those options. You know, you know, you have a rookie mode for those that want to experience it. Without like uh, dying too much, but at the same mm-hmm. time, you also satisfy the amount of people that want to play through and do everything like perfectly and stuff. Or just want that extra challenge inside of like a one-hit kill sort of mentality, like a retro style of yeah. uh, arcade way of doing it. You know, and that's fine too. You know, it's like you have that variety for everybody. It seems. Yeah, yeah. More people should be doing that. Looking at you, Dark Souls. That's all I have. Uh, next up, Earthbound. Uh, Earthbound and Earthbound Beginnings are coming are out now, actually, for Nintendo Switch Online. Um, oh, wait. Yeah, no, it is. These are actually the first two uh, SNES and NES games to come out for online since they announced the 64 expansion. Yep. Yes, so, they are. Seven months. So, uh, good, yeah, good on you guys for keep paying for that fucking thing. Um well, but it gets a little better. We'll talk about that later. Uh, you know, there was some people freaking out because they, uh, the uh, mother creator uh, tweeted about the direct uh, before it happened. So people were like losing their mind. So I guess a little more reason <laughs> for that. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't have too much on that one. I mean, I'm happy they're finally there. I mean, we bring it whenever they announce yeah. these like random ass fucking NES and SNES games that no one's even heard of or they're bad games. Uh, that announced was like, what about these all these great games that aren't on here yet? Um, so I mean, whatever they're out now, and I you know, I don't know. People are like, well, maybe this might mean you know Mother Three, but I'm you know I remember like Earthbound Beginnings came out on the Wii U and sold yes. in the hundreds of thousands of copies, yeah, which is a very good seller on the Wii U. Like absolutely, games like Captain Toad and Bayonetta Two sold a couple hundred thousand, a few hundred thousand copies. And Earthbound Beginnings did the same thing, and that was like a five dollar. Like, that was a, a game they just ported. So and like, Beta Three is happening. Captain Toad got ported to the the Switch. So yeah, and now games like Earthbound Beginnings and the original Earthbound stuff that uh, before then were ported onto like the Wii U, and Earthbound was on the 3DS's marketplace and stuff and like Wii, that when the yeah. new 3DS came out and stuff and yep. the Wii actually I don't know if the Wii actually I think the Earthbound I think Earthbound came to Wii I want to no, actually uh, Earthbound really Earth, 
I don't think Earthbound came to Wii. Not in the not in the digital service or something like that. That's I wild. remember that. It came out on the Wii U. Yeah, I remember on the but, Wii the Wii and Wii U, but I, I I'm shocked that it never came to the to the um to Wii. But uh yeah. I, I would have to double check that personally. Yeah, I, I just gotta imagine it. Say, I don't know. But it's Nintendo. They can weird. Long Nintendo story things. short is like you have both of these games on the Switch's online service and stuff to where now there's going to be millions of people going through and checking this game out. This is the best scenario that yeah. uh, any fan of Earthbound could have wanted in regards to getting as much recognition or as much like type of exposure to the series as possible. Because if you want an eventual Mother Three to come stateside, I like in the U.S. or in Europe or wherever and stuff. I mean, granted, that game has some hurdles if it's going to even remotely be translated into English because there are portions of that story that there are dark tones inside that game that there's a reason why it's not translated yet, even though this is an over-15-year-old game at this point. 2006, that's when it released in Japan. Exclusive to the Game Boy Advance. (laughs) But uh, there's... This is a good start. I mean, hell, for years, fans of Earthbound wanted just ports of the game on, like, systems, Nintendo systems, man. Like, the Wii U, that definitely was a big hit right there. People were fucking freaking out with Earthbound and Earthbound Beginnings were re-releasing on the Wii U. Uh, Well, Earthbound Beginnings never came over here before. I remember it it was at that Smash Brothers tournament the day before E3. They announced it on stage. And people lost their fucking minds when that got And for good reason. Yeah. Because for those that know this series and love this series, I mean, hell, I'm a part of it as well. Because, fuck, for years, you'd have dedicated communities come together, especially the guys of the people of Starman.net, for God's sake, that ever since when that game first released in Super Nintendo in the early days of the internet, that we know it right now, in its current form and stuff, it's like that, that cold classic sort of vibe with that game expanded itself to grow bigger and a lot of people have this deep love and respect for this series. And then all of a sudden it's like translating of what it is right now, it's like more people getting exposed to it, more people going through and doing it and stuff. The final it feels like the final kind of like uh, finale of all this is eventually Mother 3's reveal. And whether it's going to or not remains to be seen, but yeah. it's fucking awesome that both of them are out on online, like for the Nintendo Switch's online thing, and that shadow dropped that very day. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's weird because Nintendo obviously knows that there's a fan base behind it because whenever they, yes, they, they, make a, they make a pretty big deal about when they, when they get ported or they come out or whatever. And it's so it's weird. Like they know they know it's a, a big deal, but they still don't do it. I do think though, if the day comes that like the Game Boy games eventually like come to the Switch Online, that's when you have a chance because we've seen them yeah. bring over Japanese games before on these online things. So, um, but if that or doesn't happen, have to do like a full remake or something like on Switch, you know? You yeah, know, maybe. maybe a remaster. But yeah, I mean, I don't. Yeah, who knows? Um, it's just weird. Uh, yeah. But I do want to just throw this in Gable's face. I held a copy of Mother 3 in my hand just yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, he did because he <laughs> sent me picture. photos over Instagram. Yeah. And he shows me all these the pictures of what his friend 
went through and bought like online auctions and from stuff Japan. from eBay. Yeah. And yeah, like literally box copies of Mother Two and Mother Three. It's a brand new and still in the package copy of Mother. Uh, oh yeah. my god! And yeah, he has like Game Boy Advance. He has all three of them on Game Boy Advance, and he has Mother One and Two on Famicom, Super Famicom. So, um, it's I had a picture buy from Japan than it is in actual. Yeah, he said like here in America for a box copy, it's like five grand, but to get a box copy of oh, Jap- from Japan, it was like fifty bucks. So, oh um, yeah. So yeah, if you, people were interested in playing, it, you want to get like. And have a physical copy. Just get it from Japan. Um, but moving on here. Uh, we had a montage. We had like Zombie Zombie Army 4. Uh, Demon Slayer. Lego Brawls. Two Point Campus. A couple of games were shown off. Nothing really important to talk about there. Uh, maybe the biggest, to me, my favorite part of the show. Um, Mario Kart 8 is getting DLC gables. Yeah. Yeah, it Mario is. Kart 8 Deluxe, which is Mario Kart 8 with all the DLC it's now longer. It's no longer. You can. I don't think you can legally call it deluxe anymore because uh, it's not everything. Uh, but anyways, we are now going to get uh, forty-eight new tracks uh, with six waves, eight tracks coming at a time. It's two different cups coming. The first cups coming on March eighteenth. Um, we're going to get, like I said, we're going to get eight at a time uh, up and th- all the way th- up until they said end of twenty twenty-three, um, and it's only twenty-five dollars. But it is a part of the Nintendo uh, expansion, the fifty dollars version, not the twenty dollars uh, version. Um, I'm pumped for this. What sucks is like they're remastering old courses, which I'm fine with. But they're not like doing Mario. They're not Mario Kart aiding it, you know, where it's like they're adding like the zero gravity stuff, not the zero gravity, but the gravity stuff to it. Like they're just rem- they're straight remasters of them. Uh, the, but they're taking from all the previous nine versions or the other eight versions, including Mario Kart Tour. Uh, so they have like New Donk Cities, like tracks that are only in, in Mario Kart Tour are coming to this, which is kind of cool. Um, no new characters or doesn't seem like any new carts or characters, but just tracks. Uh, but like I said, it's 25 bucks. Or if you have the $50, the expansion pass pack, whatever uh, thing that is, uh, it'll be on. It'll be included in that. Um, but I'm pumped for this. I'm I'm for sure popping down my 25 bucks to get the uh, booster pack. What about you, Gables? Yeah, honestly, I'm fairly excited because of all the extra content. You know, I mean, hell, 25 dollars for pretty much a full fledged additional Mario Kart fucking yeah. game. Yeah, tracks. Doesn't matter if they're remastered tracks or not and stuff. You're getting that much more content on top of an already excellent game. Yeah, like, and that's a good point. Yeah, because that was something I was thinking about. Where like. I see a lot of people are upset because they just want a new one, but I'm like, for me, it's like for Mario Kart, I just want, I mean, I know they're like remastering of old tracks, but it's like, I just want more content. Like, I don't care about what the new gimmick is and like, you know, I don't care about the double dash. I don't care about the, the I know it's not zero gravity, but I'm going to call it zero gravity. Um, you know, I don't care about that stuff. I just want more tracks to play. I want more reasons to go back to play this game. And this yes. is exactly what they're giving me. It's weird. It's wild that, it's been on the Switch for five years as an eight-year-old game, uh, and we're just now getting this. But this tells it me that want to play it. Oh yeah, like I can't wait. I like I I keep I still have my copy of Mario Kart Eight on Same. the Switch. Um, you know, I keep it around just because I enjoy going back to it every now and again. But like every time I go back to it, I'm like I'll play like I'll play like a cup, and I'm like, man, I just want some new shit to play. I, I'm pumped for this. I can't wait that at least six other times. Over the next, I don't know, 18 months, 19 months, 
I have a reason to go back to play this and I'm pumped for it. And it's like, Absolutely. yeah, it's like, instead of me paying $60 for a brand new game that might come with 48, probably come with 36, uh, you know, tracks. Yeah, sure. Half of them will be new and the other half will be remasters. But it's like, I'm paying $25 or if you already have the expansion pass, nothing because you already have it yeah. for this. And I, you know, I think it's a smart idea too. Like, you know, they're trying to make this expansion pack pass, whatever the fuck they want to call it. They're trying to really sell this thing and they're at, you know, they're doing the best they can to, you know, give you a reason to keep going back. Cause I feel like the, I wonder how many people are going to fall off after, you know, after a year, because a lot of people I bet bought it just because the animal crossing DLC is on there. They're only adding one game at a time to 64. And there's not a lot of 64 games to add to this that they can add. That makes sense. Um, yeah. So I, this is a smart idea of like, well, you know, the reups are in November. You know, so November 2023, they're gonna you know they're gonna re up in November because they want to keep playing Mario Kart. There's another 50 bucks, and then they're gonna re up again in November because there's probably gonna be one more pack coming out. At, it's in December of 2023, so they're gonna get you know they're gonna double dip on those people get you know and get them for another two years. So I think that's smart too. So I don't know. I mean, yeah, I absolutely. think for me this is best case scenario because. Only twenty. I mean, you know, best case, I guess, give it to me for free. But what I know, but anyways, uh, yeah, best case, twenty five bucks for a whole other game's worth of fucking content. I'm all in. I and I like the fact that it's spread out over you know, I you know, over eighteen months, whatever it's going to be, because that's that's awesome. Because yeah, I could yeah, I could jump in, and play it for a couple, you know, a few, get a few hours of fun, jump in and play it for a weekend, do the fifty, do the hundred, do the one fifty and bounce out and then a couple months later jump back in like that that's gonna be a go-to game for me for the next couple of years and i'm pumped for it i'm excited for it yeah um but moving on to the last thing here um yeah, I mean, nothing big uh xenoblade chronicles 3 is coming out so yeah whatever <laughs> kind of a i mean i don't know i mean I know, I know there's a lot of people excited about that i get it uh it's not my thing um it's just uh the, the last few one more things at the directs had just been kind of disappointing for me. Or it's like I get well, E three was awesome because we got we got Breath of the Wild uh two uh gameplay, but like the last one was Splatoon three and then this one was you know Blade Chronicles three. So um, Well yeah, it's the type of like the closure stuff like that. You either like it or you don't. I mean yeah, there are no, people I, yeah. that yeah, yeah, there are people that were very excited about Xenoblade Chronicles three and you know, I honestly understand why, because the game in and of itself looks better polished. There's definitely some terrains and everything else, explorable elements that look pretty, pretty freaking beautiful, honestly. Mm. Oh, yeah, the game looks but, fantastic. Uh, it does. I honestly feel like it does look fantastic. There is that little brief moment. Like, okay, what is it that they're trying to announce right here? And all of a sudden, when you see the giant battlefield and these mechs, oh, God, this is Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Yeah. And it's like, fucking people flipped out when they saw this footage, dude. I mean, it... The last game, the main series, was back when Xenoblade Chronicles 2, and that, even though it did score well in terms of reviews, and there are some people that liked it, there were plenty of them that thought it was kind of divisive because mm -hmm. the main character was pretty stupid in some some gamer's point of view, and in, it was kind of too anime-ish and stuff that kind of turned a lot of people off of that as well. But uh, this seems to be a, a bit more gritty, a bit more dark in tone, like, say, like a Xenoblade Chronicles X and that whole type of spiel and stuff to where it looks like it's more focused upon what made not only the original pretty fun, but also Xenoblade Chronicles X a little bit more. 
just from the opening trailer that we've saw so far. But in terms of gameplay, I do want to see what type of new things they've added in, added into it. I do want to see what more this potential story of it itself. I mean, it looks beautiful, and the best part about it, it's like it comes September of this year. So yeah. we're definitely going to see some form of probably another future direct, just focusing on this game, or maybe even in June when they go forth and maybe say a little bit more if Nintendo does do another direct during that time period, which is highly possible, but yeah. not guaranteed. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll at least have the... We'll probably have a June direct, like we always do, and then we'll have... we They usually have three big ones a year. We usually have, like, the one at the beginning of the year. We have one in in, the, in June, then we have the... Usually, like, one in, like, September. So, um, yeah. I feel like we'll probably have a date um, probably here soon. Or, well, probably by June at the latest, because, I mean, they kind of have to there. But, um, yeah, I thought it was overall pretty good direct. I don't think it was far from the worst, far from the best. Um I mean, the big thing about these things is like, you know, uh, looking at it, just kind of looking at it from, you know, outside of like what I directly liked out of it. Like, I think it's a, it's a, it's a very good direct, uh, but it wasn't like, it's not top tier. It's not, but it's definitely not bottom tier. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, like the big thing about these things is like picking out a few, th- two, three things out of it you personally like. Um, and yeah, there's definitely, I mean, like the Mario Kart stuff I'm super pumped for. Uh, I'm cautious, cautiously optimistic for Mario Strikers, and I'm happy we we confirmed a date, uh, even though they leaked it four months ago uh, for uh, Advance Wars. So, what about you, Gables? I was fairly excited about this direct. I mean, this was a freaking exciting, exciting oh, direct. Well, yeah, live a live and stuff. Plus, like the Mario Kart stuff. Plus the smart. <laughs> The Mario Strikers, like, uh, Battle League stuff, you know, there was a lot to like in terms of the stuff that I personally like, but also in terms of this perspective of, wow, this is a lot of variety in terms of appealing to specific niches and stuff that don't hardly get anything in regards to what they potentially may want in that regards. I mean, hell, you see, like, a turn-based mech RPG and, like, front mission, like, remaster and stuff like that, that going forth and being announced and then like Klonoa, another kind of a niche of like that for the fans of that series and stuff you know pretty much announcements for game series and stuff that have laid dormant for years all of a sudden randomly get announced inside of this one nintendo direct and it's fucking driving everybody fucking crazy that have been around the gaming sphere and stuff that have played games from that generation or experienced them firsthand but i do know for a fact that when it comes to a lot of the appeals and stuff i was I thought this direct was fairly strong. I thought it was a great direct. Maybe not like the best direct, maybe not like say in the middle in that regards, but I felt like there was enough there to satisfy what I personally came in with, you know, which was pretty solid like like flatline expect my expectations, you know. It's yeah. like I highly thought that we we're going to possibly see like Breath of the Wild 2 potentially, maybe like some Mario Kart related which we did. No Zelda stuff, but that's understandable. If the game releases by the end of this year, they have to possibly at least show gameplay in, like, June or possibly, like, in the next couple of months. But uh, if I had to give it a rating in that regards, I would give it a solid 9 out of 10. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I'm, like, a 7. Like, it's, like, I think it's, like, a it's like a B- minus to me. Like, this is nowhere near the best, This, but this is far from the bottom it's a, it's i would say it's an above average uh direct so uh but it's still very good but like it wasn't like yeah 
I bet we're, you know, it's, it's hard because they've had so many great ones. So it's hard sometimes when like, yeah, it can't always be that good. So, but yeah, well, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you know, Gables, I think we're going to wrap up this part of the episode because we went okay uh, like an hour and 15 minutes of just the direct. So we're going to end this part here and then we'll be back, uh, you know, probably like a day later for people listening to this. If you're listening as it comes out uh, with the rest of the stuff. Um, yeah. If you liked all this, please like, follow, subscribe. We're on everything. iTunes, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, uh, Google, Spotify, um, like, follow, subscribe, all those places share them please uh we really appreciate if you did all that for us but uh thank you guys for listening to this edition we'll be back shortly with another edition i was host i was tyler and i've been colonel gables until next time everyone play some fun games but most importantly of all thank you for listening to another fun filled episode of the drunk dash nerds podcast hey gables yeah too sweet too sweet bye guys see ya